Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Ricky Thompson, former Baylor receiver, Baylor sideline reporter with us. Iowa State on Saturday at 2.30 uh, and homecoming. Ricky, thanks for your time. So we had J.J. on Monday. Your thoughts about what they did with the passing game, the short passing game becoming the running game? Well, I, I guess it was no surprise. They pretty much told us what they were going to do without telling us what they were going to do. And, I, you know, he was talking about <laughs> run the ball by throwing it, and I think that's what they did. And uh, J.J. and I were talking, I don't know, what, nine, ten minutes to go in the second quarter before running back got a carry. I don't think any of us would have expected that it was pretty effective I thought and I don't know guys I thought Cincinnati's front was really good I thought their outside guys at corner were maybe a little suspect but uh, their their defensive front was really good right up there with any that we played this year so I think it was the right decision I think they opened it up I liked the, the passing scheme that they used I thought it was different than what we've seen before and and pretty effective it just Man, it's really hard to change like that midseason, but I thought from that perspective they did a good job of it. Ricky, how much do you take will stick with this offense and how much of it maybe is now kind of a week-to-week game plan of, of, of what they do? I don't really know. If I'm guessing, it's week-to-week. I think it depends on who they're playing, how they play the run, how good they are at it. I think they still want to run the ball. And I think any offense, even the spread, wants to run the ball. I think you need to to be real successful. So I think they'll continue to try that. I think this, if nothing else, it's given Iowa State something that they've got to be aware of. They've got to work on it this week. They've got to spend time on it. And right now, they don't know what we're going to do. And that's an advantage. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do. But uh, I, I liked it. I thought Blake played very well again. I thought he had receivers making plays. Uh, Keytron finally goes downfield, makes some catches. Uh, 
very contested type catches. And that's, man, that just really creates confidence for a quarterback that he can just let the ball go. And you don't always have to be open. Just if you've got your guy and he's down there, sometimes the quarterback just needs to throw it. And I think that's something Keytron uh, really gave him some confidence in. Uh, and uh, Josh Cameron, again, big body guy that had a couple routes across the middle where he's running wide open. Blake did a good job of catching him. I did think Blake missed a couple of pretty easy throws where he would have had even more. What was it, 316 or something like that? He could have had 350. But uh, he'll get those and, and not bad to – not be at your best and still throw for over 300. Yeah, and one or two of those, he might have had, you know, Keetron might have found the end zone. He might have had like 180, you know, in that game if, if Blake can connect on on one or two more throws in, in the middle of the field in particular. But, uh, Ricky, uh, just what was kind of the the scene like uh, down there amidst a win like that for a team that has obviously been so starved to get one, just sort of the emotions being there in the midst of everything. Uh, what did you sense from from their confidence level, just their belief in, in how they fought in, in a closely contested game like that? Well, you know what? I thought it, it, it wasn't so much vocal before the game, but I thought they came out, played really hard right from the start. And I think a couple of games, maybe they didn't play as well or as hard as they could early. And that was the big difference to me. I just thought that they were in the game early, uh, physically and mentally, uh, played hard early, made some plays, uh, got up three to zip, uh, then came right back and scored to go back up again when Cincinnati went ahead seven to three. And then of course the fumble kickoff that made it 17 to seven, just like that. But, uh, I, I thought they handled the crowd well. I thought they played well on the road. I think I mentioned to you guys last week that sometimes it's good to get on the road. You just you get in a hotel and you're, you're in a different environment. And sometimes I really think there's a little less pressure when you're playing on the road. And I thought they performed well. It was a happy group of dudes after the game, I'll tell you that. Ricky, do you see them as more relaxed? And, and, and you got to be locked in, too, on the road. Do you see that from them, or is that getting a little bit, like, too picky? I, no, not really. I, I, I think maybe that would be a, a reasonable description. They've really only had two road games, and I think we've seen, although not the best teams they're going to play, that they've – been pretty respectable on the road. Uh, didn't have a great start at UCF, but played as good a fourth quarter as you'll ever see. And then I thought Saturday, although it ended up pretty tight, I had a good feeling that they were going to win that game uh, even late when it started getting tight. So, yeah, I think sometimes you just see teams that are better on the road, and this may be one of them. But uh, this Saturday – we went back to last week and said coaches don't like must wins. I think that was a must win, and they got it. And this one's pretty close, too. But I know last week they don't win. You go two and five, a bowl game most likely out. So I think that game put them in a good position. You beat uh, Iowa State this weekend. You're four and four, uh, three and two in the league. Pretty good shot at that bowl at that point. So this is a big one uh, Saturday at 2.30. 
Ricky, this is a very physical Iowa State team that has not been Baylor's calling card this year, although that is very much who they want to play. It is the, the DNA of Dave Aranda's philosophy. Uh, how much of a measuring stick on how much they might have improved that over the, the bye week and the Cincinnati prep week will this be? Uh, that, that's uh, an unknown, but I think I think it's a good question, and it, that's what Iowa State always is. They're a tough physical team. That's the way they always play. Uh, in the past, we've handled that really well. Uh, this year, not so much thus far, but uh, we'll see how that goes. It's at home, which should be an advantage. We just talked about the road and the way this team has played on the road, but uh, I, I think Speed-wise, we've still got some positions we can take advantage of. Uh, we're going to have to stop them from running the football, and we haven't stopped anybody yet. But I think that uh, that will be a point of concentration, and you can't get out physical. Now, Paul, I think you know, once once you start beating the other guys up, it kind of goes downhill from there. I think the further you get into a game, uh, the worse that gets. So you can't come out and let them just beat us up early. I think you're going to have to do some things that take that away, whether that's outside to the receivers early like we did last week, going deep downfield, and uh, got to do something to try to slow the run down. Uh, I tell you, our, our outside guys, these freshmen and Chateau Reed on top of that, these corners are playing really good football. I'm telling you, they're really good, and I think they've got a chance before those guys are out here to be outstanding. But uh, the key to this game, again, is going to be up front defensively, trying to stop Iowa State from running the ball and for us somehow to be physical up front on the offensive side as well. Did you sense any extra physicality with the offensive line changes this week? Uh, the main streak that you know Dave Aranda talked about with Colton Price getting him in the lineup and then freeing up Clark Barrington to some extent. Was there anything noticeable from your point of view on, on those changes? Well, I didn't hear anybody scream because somebody twisted their arm or bit them when they were on the ground. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> now, now, we, we had some guys that uh, when I played that might do that. But uh, in all seriousness, I, I thought there was, there was improvement there. Uh, we didn't see any that I'm aware of. I don't think we had any procedure penalties during the game at all. Uh, I thought jeez. that once, excuse me. I said, "Geez, that that that's a that's a compliment yeah. right there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I remember some games when we had five, so uh, that's an improvement. I thought when we finally handed it off and ran the football that we did get some push, uh, had some pretty decent runs. Uh, I think it would have been a real test just to see how good they were if they would have tried to pound it early, which. Obviously, they weren't going to do, but we'll know more this week. But just the fact that uh, I thought Blake had pretty good protection. I don't think it was a situation where he's running for his life most of the day that we've seen some. I thought that was better. So, uh, yeah, I thought there was some improvement there. And hopefully that'll carry forward when those guys, when you've got five guys up front like that and you start switching things around, those guys have to learn to play together. It's kind of like quarterback and receiver. They they really need to have a feel for what the guy next to them is going to do. And I think a full game of playing together like that will help some there. Paul last week, and really for many weeks, not only Paul, but Craig, and, and I brought it up as far as the offensive line, have just looked like they're cohesive. 
and, and, and also have a little bit of anger, and Dave Aranda mentioned that. Craig has been barking, and honestly, for a good reason, about the receivers not making 50-50 catches. You mentioned that with Keytron. Man, just imagine if they would have done that about two or three times in a couple of the other losses. Well, they, they wouldn't have been losses, would they? Uh, it would have been completely different ball games. Go back to Utah. Uh, one or two of those catches downfield against Utah mm-hmm. and to help saw, saw you out. Because we, if you'll remember, we, we pumped it deep two or three times in that game. Somebody makes a play on those balls and you're up 13-6 to six late. You might be up 16-6 or you may be up 20-6. to six. And it's a big difference. And again, even when Sawyer was in, what kind of confidence would that have added to him just to know if I throw it up, it's 50-50. There's 75% chance it's my guy that's going to get it. So that makes a huge difference. And uh, uh, you need it more than one game. but, But that's a huge step. And I agree. You're sitting here, what, Three and four now could very well be, what, five and two, uh, four and three at worst case. So, yeah, that would have made a difference. At least it would give you a little room to breathe. But now you really, over these next couple of weeks with Iowa State, who will be a tough out. And then, of course, Houston that has the explosive ability with what they do. And we saw that a little bit against Texas. It ought to be interesting for what they can do. Ricky, thank you very much. We'll see you Saturday. Iowa State Baylor at McLean Stadium. Ricky Thompson with us every Wednesday in the 4 o'clock hour on 365 Sports. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.